0: Hi guys, welcome to the Hot Literati. The Hot Literati is my collective of cool, hot, well-read people. My name is Haley, and I'm so happy that you're here. Um, so I don't really know how to broach the subject matter for this episode. Um, I just I know, like I'm I'm pretty precious about the media that I consume. But I generally know, like, what's going on in the world and on the internet. Um, I try to stay informed without, like, drowning in things. And as you all know, I've been reading that, like, really phenomenal Hofstadter um, collection of stuff on, like, sci-fi tech, um, all that. And I guess it's just fed me, like, some really interesting ways of thinking about the internet and the state of the world specifically in relation to how it like transpires onto the internet um because i think it's really fascinating and i think we've seen like different iterations of it and now i think we've arrived at this like interesting point where we're so subsumed with like internet culture that it's almost inescapable so during uh fall 23 book club We had a lot of discussions on um like social media and self-identification specifically like political self-identification on social media um because some of the participants were living on like college campuses and um those are obviously like that have always been highly politicized um environments like people are more comfortable expressing they're like more and impassioned about things that they believe in on college campuses because it's like coming of age it's like the fervor of youth um the fact that you have structures in place a lot of the time where you don't have to worry about like where how you're going to feed yourself like these day-to-day things that kind of um keep you like bogged down and like rooted to your own like daily life in a really physical um tactile sometimes like sense um and one of the participants was saying that like her friends were really impassioned about um, like just things going on in the world and that she was getting a lot of like flack for not speaking up uh, specifically on social media, um, which I think is really, is just really fascinating, really interesting, very telling about like where we are in culture now. Um, and one thing that I also think about is, um, fall of 2020, um, and maybe 2021, um I forget which is also going to be like my focal reference point because I at that point was like an extremely passionate college student um sitting at home um on my computer doing like online school and just like looking at terrifying like news events and things in the world and um it was an extremely like confusing time and I think I had a lot of like built up anger and fear and felt very helpless and felt like by being perpetually online that I was like doing something and I was contributing to some cause in some way. And, um, yeah, they were really like surreal moments. Um, like I, for the first time had like people who have never acknowledge like race at all like reach out to me in the pageant community which is so like absurd when you think about the application of like what actually sparked that event which is like a man's life um like if you know if a man was like brutally murdered that doesn't mean i need someone to reach out and say like i'm sorry people were mean to you for like race when you were doing pageants but in the same way like one things are heightened on social media and when these states of like political sensitivity occur online i think a lot of um people on the internet a lot of creators um see that as an opportunity to like gain a platform by self-identifying in a way that's like broadly seen as like favorable or commodifiable to a certain demographic of people on the internet and i think culturally we've also gotten to this like weird state where we live so much of our lives online right like We wake up we check our phone we go to work we get on computers and by nature of that like the digital landscape has really become like a world in and of itself a world that we spend our conscious like our mind spends a lot of time being in and being like interrupted by and infiltrated by so i think it's fair to talk about like the digital world at this point as a place like a a conscious place that we all are inhabiting like not even together because of the nature of social media and algorithms where it's like we're all on like boats all the time that is being like pushed this way and that way whatever website you're like you're on and like sometimes the water is like clear and you're able to direct like what you see and like whatever you are consuming but i think we're getting to a state with just like products and the attention economy where the water's rocky everywhere and you you're losing your ability to steer like bit by bit every every year every day and um so we're all in this place right and um some people i think the research on creators and like the psychology of being like internet famous or like niche internet famous is like really underdeveloped. And I think it's going to be really interesting when someone does touch on that. But I think creators are in this like unique space because the internet and social media is like really like voyeur based, right? Like their views, the views have power. It's like democratic, but only in the sense of like a number and a, a comment. Oftentimes, like more increasingly, I feel like Um, Maybe with like the the rise of Web3, I don't know, like more increasingly like anonymous comments and like an anonymous presence. So um, there's this relationship of like voyeur and like product or voyeur and subject. Then the subject does have a lot of like social and at times like financial power, especially in like spaces that are more easily commodifiable. Like to be quite frank, like not books at all, um, but like fashion, like beauty, like things like that. Um, but at the same time because of the nature of parasocial projection like the people that we are consuming the people that we are voyeurs to like we want them to we want to like them we want to see ourselves reflected in them when something is extremely important to us we want to see them like speak on it we want to see them like we want to view them as um a good person or if you're if someone had commented on my substack that they were like parasocially projected onto me because they didn't like me and by that nature like i'm assuming that like we want them to do things that we don't like we want them to say things so we we can disagree with them we want them to take a stance so that we have more of a reason to like lean further and further into loathing and um i think this relationship is fascinating and i think that it happens solely online uniquely online and I think um I remember during like like during 2020 um like I think civil unrest is what we've decided to like culturally label it um I remember like people who didn't have as much of a grounds to like speak at the time saying that they felt like helpless or I, i ever think about this one tweet that was like retroactive, and it was talking about that time that summer and how like um someone would get like picked on for posting like a picture for their birthday a picture with their dog and how like hypersensitive we were at that time which i felt that way like i would see people posting like casual content and i would unfollow i would get angry i would feel like they didn't care and um like not that they did or did not but i think it's important to acknowledge that we're just in this like fascinating new media landscape where we have like access to information like at our fingertips constantly constantly and a lot of information that isn't vetted either and remember we're in the water so we have access but we don't have control like someone who is predominantly interacting with content that is um specifically like of one perspective that's what they're going to continue to be fed they're going to be pushed towards like this little island until they're standing on that island in an echo chamber of people who just agree with them and every now and then like the rocky water is going to bring over someone that they like vehement disagree with just for like the sake of building like building morale building like this shared belief but not even shared because remember we're all in like our own little boats like people aren't on the island together communing they're still just like sitting there in their own little boat in the rocky water but they're gonna have like one person to kind of like rally and band against and to be like further cemented in their own belief but aside from that like content in this case or like a person something that is made to like rile them up they're not being seen anything that's going to incite any anything that could actually like change their mind or um anything that could actually like educate them in a way that they weren't already like conditioned to believe um and it's crazy because we like we already know this there's so much so much research there was that one like trial about facebook and i think like the american election right about how um algorithms are meant to like radicalize people in what they already believe but because we're in this we're in the water we're in this like new world of our own creation where even the water like we built the wave machine you know (laughs) like the algorithms that we've built are reflections of us and like human biases and desires and just conflict um but I think it's important to state like take a step back and like to re-ground yourself in your daily like tactile lived world because um I think it's important to remember that it's like the attention economy right like Like, we are the product. Our minds are the product. Our consciousness is the product. And they can be really wonderful tools. And I think reading, like, literature about technology, about science from the 70s, when people were just, like, super excited about tech has made me, like, really excited about tech in a weird way. But I think that we have to remember that they're tools. It's not, like, the real world. And um, I think as far as, like, political conflict goes, um... This person that I know, at one point we were talking about colonization and um, they said something really interesting about something called narrative advantage about how like during the age of the enlightenment um the book that i always reference in my head is called fearing the black body by sabrina strings because she talks about the enlightenment and how um europeans like went to africa and they were not only like doing colonizing but they were doing like the record taking right like they were saying like this these are the facts and they were like writing the facts and um they had narrative advantage because they were like They were the ones narrating they were the ones saying like this is this and this is that and we are here to do this and you're here to do this and um i think that social media and the internet has made like this weird just um it's made narrative advantage like really fuzzy which in some ways is really wonderful there's like the democratization of information there are ways for people to find like communities that they they would never find in their like Day to day tactile lived life, um, but at the same time, like there's like a, a battle, like a there's this conflict for specifically narrative advantage, and these lines get extremely blurry. Um, a friend of mine was saying this, like these lines get extremely blurry when we think about AI, when we think about. Um, like I know, I think like a part of the trials were like bots, right? Like Twitter bots, for example, can disseminate like information at like a super rapid pace, and that information isn't always vetted. And um, like I'm not, I'm not saying like social media isn't good for like having a resource, having a way to inform yourself, having a way to interact with people and to feel, like, weirdly comforted. But I think it's, we have to step back and understand that, like, we're not the ones building the wave pool and we're, like, in these little boats just being, like, agitated and, like, spun around and, like, shown things all the time to the point where we, like, sit there and fester in our own little world. Like, I'm um, 40 pages into Notes from Underground and I think it's, like, crazily indicative of where we are in culture now. We're all like in our own little holes, just like being spoon fed information that's gonna make us just afraid of like people in our daily life. It's gonna make us like look at someone almost like we're computing, like look at someone, look at a digital representation of them, like categorize them according to that digital representation. And then um, also like expect them to know like everything because the access is there. Even though we don't understand their, like, tactile, their daily life, um, their, their, like, humanity, like, the things that they're taking in, the things that they're experiencing on a very, like, day-to-day basis, because we have this, with tech, with social media, we have this weird, like, globalization of the world in a way that's, like, sussing out, like, small communities in daily life. Um, because we're again we're like in our own boats we're underground and we're not like coming up to say hi to our neighbors and I think if we just came up if we just like got on the island and when like the wave pool sent someone that we're supposed to be vehemently against if we like invited them onto the island for a meal and had a real like embodied experience with them like a real like experience like looking in someone's eyes and like asking them questions not these like top-down like questions of self-identification not like the if we ask them questions about their humanity about their experience about their feelings and created like an environment of non-judgment I think we would be surprised to figure out that like we're like I, I don't know like we're all human I don't know because I think nothing is going to be solved By staying in the boat, right? Like, nothing is going to be solved by staying in the boat and like, like uh, succumbing to the waves and just be like being agitated when you're supposed to be agitated. At a point, we have to like think about our embodied experience of the world. At a point, we have to look around and realize like that we're mentally like drowning in an ocean of our own creation. And I think that this is a perfect example, and I don't want to be preachy at all, but um, because I've been there, like when I was younger, I was like hyper online and hypersensitive to like digital representations of people. But I think it's so important to realize that we're like living in a real world, that people are real people with experiences. And recently I was like sitting there, um, I was listening to the know thyself podcast which like someone uh, had recommended in the comments of like one of my videos so thank you so much I actually have really enjoyed it so far but one of the guests was saying like a lot of the time we like preemptively try to figure out what we can say to get someone to like us so I think with social media now and like global conflict like you're always trying to figure out what the right take is right especially now when based on like digital representations of people's beliefs we've seen like a real like measurable like vote like in the comments people can voice like what they want a creator to say and like frustration or um they can like vote with their likes or we even see like digital representations have like real repercussions like people like lose their jobs for like speaking out like again oh against something but again i think it's important to realize like we there is very <laughs> Our attention is the product right and by directing it like one way or another we only have like it that only has certain real world repercussions like at this point the fight for narrative advantage doesn't matter anymore because it's so muddled that the fight for narrative advantage at this point digitally is like it's more of a distraction than anything else And I think like the real healing that has to be done, like the real work that has to be done at this point is very like community oriented and it's gonna happen in like smaller interpersonal interactions. Because when we come online to say something, to voice our opinion, again, we're like voyeur or subject. Like we are not real people on the internet. We are digital representations of people. And I feel like Like, we have to realize that at some point. And I'm, like, one of... I'm very vocal about this, but I'm also extremely optimistic about this because I think that some really great research is happening that's going to, like, bridge this gap for a lot of people. But I think that this is, like, a perfect example. So instead of, like, seething in your room and, like, posting things or um, as a creator, like, I think at this point for me to... Say anything online would be just like self-serving instead like i'm going to go into my community i'm gonna have conversations with people i'm going to figure out like ways where i can help people that need it in my day-to-day life and if there are like things that i can do in the real world that have like real repercussions to help like broader conflict that's going on right now like that's something i'm gonna do as well because we are real people we need like real interactions we need we need real human interpersonal like interactions in order to stop being afraid of one another and to work towards like some sort of like global love, some sort of global healing. and I'm thinking about this in a very like like bell hooks way. like if we want to as like corny as it sounds, if we want to heal society, if we want to envision like just literally a better world, like it's not gonna happen online. It's gonna happen. Like, face-to-face in the real world. So, I don't know if this is reassuring. Like, I'm honestly just also, like, stressed and helpless. And on a very, like, personal level, I've been dealing with a lot of personal stuff. Um, But I, like, I want to say something, you know? I want to say something, but I also don't want to say something that's just, like, self-serving. I don't want to say something just so I can do, like, silly little, like, content after that and i don't want to become like a personality i don't want to commodify like global conflict digitally but i do know that i have like a following and people that are like deeply affected by what's going on in the world right now so i just want to like say something and say that i care and i like to like send love and i think that the type of feeling that we need is I firmly believe that it's a type of healing that can only happen in the real world. And I think in order to like reorient ourselves into the real world, we have to go out there and interact with people that we see on a day-to-day basis and construct a society based on like love and empathy and compassion. And I think we have to remember that like tech can be amazing, social media can be amazing, but I, we have to remember that it's a tool. It's not our life. And people lie online all the time. Like, someone's digital representation of themselves is not that person. But I promise there are so many, like, beautiful, wonderful people in the world. And all you have to do to realize it is to get out of your, like, hyper-individualized boat and to just, like, ask someone who they are.